0: You're listening to The Fantasy Football Show. Are you ready for another lesson in the art of fantasy football trading? This time, it's about trading draft picks. How can you build a three, a four, even five-headed monster? I'll show you right now, and I just did it in an existing Dynasty Expert League, and I built probably... I think the best team I've ever assembled in my 15 years in this business. Let's get to it. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Get ready to find out how I built this team. Baker Mayfield, Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, Devonte Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., and George Kittle. This is a 12-team expert keeper league. My keepers were Kittle, Adams, and Mayfield. 12 experts, very, very good sites involved. Very, very big name fantasy football sites involved. Football guys, fantasy sharks, are, the big dogs are in this draft. If you draft a player in the 10th round the next year, you keep them for an eighth, the next year a sixth, so you lose two rounds every year. So Adams, amazing value back in the day still benefiting from that. Baker Mayfield in the 18th last year gives me the ability to keep him in 16 this year, 14 next year, and I traded for Kittle, who's a 10th-round keeper because he was drafted last year in the 12th, and I traded my fourth rounder and I got back a ninth, which I don't have up here. Um, So I start out without a fourth rounder and I start out with an extra ninth, which I don't actually have the ninth on on the screen. So just keep that in mind. So my keepers again, Baker, Adams, and Kittle. I start off with that. After all the keepers, I did have a first rounder, but I traded for two more first rounders, at which point I got Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook. So had I not made any trades at all, I would have had Kittle, Adams, and Mayfield as my keepers and I would have drafted Odell Beckham Jr. But instead of Cook and Elliott, I would have had a second, a third, a fourth. I'll actually show you right now how I came up with this team. So looking at the big board here, as you can see, I start off with a first rounder. I start off with a second. I start off with a third. Again, I traded my fourth, which is why it's X'd out. I got Kittle as a keeper in that trade. I got a fifth, sixth, seventh, another seventh, an eighth, a ninth. Adams is written into nine. Kittle written into 10. Mayfield, I don't have 16 rounds on this, so I have him at the bottom. You can see that he's kept as a 16th rounder. Without losing the 1.7, I'm gonna eventually take Odell with that pick. But how did I get the 1.3 and the 1.6 without losing the 1.7? I'll show you. When you do draft pick trading, the key is to trade two for one. You don't wanna offer people really even trades where you're moving your second up to the first, they're moving, their fourth up to the third. People don't get excited about that. What people get excited about is when you offer them two picks for one. If you want someone's first rounder, don't expect them to do some kind of even-steven type deal. You need to say, hey, how about I give you my second and I throw my fourth in for free? Or I give you my second, my fourth, and I'll even give you my seventh. That's what I did. So for the 1.3, I traded my second, my third, and my seventh at least one of them. That leaves me with a void in round two, round three, I already had a void in round four, and now one of my seventh rounders is gone. But keep in mind, my second's really now in the first, so my void really only starts in the third, I already had the void in the fourth for the Kittle trade, and then the seventh. So realistically, that trade only created a new void in round three and round seven. So here's the, the key to doing these kinds of trades. If you do one or two more trades, you're gonna kick the problem or kick the can down the road so far that your voids don't really matter anymore. Right now, they could. Right now, I wouldn't have a lot of depth. Right now, I'd have a pretty big hole in my roster, but I'm gonna keep going and kick the problem down the road. I want another first rounder. Nobody's gonna accept this, right? Well, guess what? You offer enough trades to enough people, somebody's gonna bite. The people that tell me, Smitty, I can't pull off these kind of trades in my league. That could be true. Maybe your league just doesn't trade. I have some of those leagues too. But oftentimes I find out that the people telling me that are offering like one trade, two trade offers. I offer literally like seven, eight, nine, ten each wave of this process. So once I get a trade complete, I start over. I start offering seven, eight, nine, ten trades to everybody in the league. Somebody's going to get excited about getting an extra pick. It's the nature of people who like to hoard picks or be conservative with their draft approach. Somebody will like the idea of being more conservative. And when people are on the fence of who to pick, they oftentimes don't want to draft, they'd rather trade down so they don't have to make a decision they don't want to make. So in this case, most people wouldn't be able to get a first rounder or they wouldn't even try. But I didn't want to stop Here, I was tempted to trade back into the second, but I thought, you know what, I'm gonna try to get in the first. So I threw out a bunch of offers, I threw out the only picks that I had left, and I thought maybe somebody will bite. So I offered my five, my six, my seven, and my eight. And sure enough, I got a 1.6. Now while I only have three picks in the first eight rounds, my void doesn't really start until round five and go through six, seven, and eight, because I traded my fourth rounder for Kittle. That wasn't a part of this. My second rounder's in the first, my third rounder's in the first, my fourth rounder was from my Kittle trade, so the only void I created was in rounds five, six, seven, and eight. Yes, I lost those picks entirely, but in a keeper league where people are already keeping two or three players, who's gonna be there in round five, six, seven, and eight anyways? And that's how I built in a very competitive, one of the most competitive expert leagues I do year after year. I got this team. I have two potentially top five running backs. I have two potentially top three or four overall wide receivers. I have potentially one top two to three QB, and I have, in my opinion, the number one or number two tight end in fantasy football. This is arguably the best fantasy football team I have ever assembled in my 15 years. And for those of you that think you can't do these trades, I encourage you to make multiple offers to each team that you're trying to acquire a pick from. And you have to keep in mind that if you're not doing the two for one, if you're not giving somebody a whole extra pick, they're not gonna get excited about trading away their first or their second rounder. But if you get creative, if you get what some people will call a little crazy, people will call you crazy after you make your first trade. After you make your second trade, you're kicking that problem down the road and it makes a lot of people uncomfortable that you're assembling a team as good as you're assembling. And if you're so lucky to make a third one of these trades where you're trading like your seventh and eighth for a fifth and you get back another pick into that top five, you start to realize people will no longer trade with you. Expect that. I hope you enjoyed this version of the Art of Fantasy Football Trading Draft Pick Edition. Guys, I'm going live next Friday, August 23rd for 24 straight hours here on YouTube. I have a ton of awesome interviews lined up. Andy Holloway from the Fantasy Footballer should stop by for about 20 minutes around hour three, so don't be late. 2 p.m. Eastern, Friday, August 23rd, 24 hours live. I'll be here on YouTube, youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. Don't miss it. I'm doing it again. I'm live streaming for 24 hours straight on YouTube, youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. And probably the most exciting thing, I will be doing a 48 team follower league. And, and get this, here's the twist. 48 teams, four copies of every player in the draft pool. Think about that for a second. The bookend picks are 48 and 49. The same players at 12 and 13 in a typical league will be right there at 48 and 49. It's gonna be crazy. Don't miss your chance of getting in this real league with me and all the 46 other people. How do you get in? Stay tuned. But you have to be there for this live event, 24 hour straight live stream that I'm doing on youtube.com. Friday, August 23rd. I'll be in the studio a ton, but I'm also this time, unlike in February, hitting the streets. I'll be riding an electric scooter while I answer fantasy questions. We'll go shopping. I'll eat wings at my favorite wing spot. We're gonna hit the streets. We're gonna be in the studio. We're gonna mock draft, do giveaways. 24 straight hours you're hanging with me on YouTube. We did it back in February. We're going to do it even bigger and better August 23rd. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.